even more about nothing. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Even More About Nothing, late night edition. Kidding, it's the middle of the day. I don't know what I was doing. It's been a long time. We've been going on and off, you know, enjoying life. First it was Atlanta, and then we kind of just didn't do another episode. No, we did. We did? We did when we got back. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. We did. We did. Atlanta was a lot of fun. Um, shout out to Manny for hosting. Shout out to Caitlin for agreeing to marry Rafiki because, you know, it was the only reason we were able to celebrate. And um, shout out to Atlanta for being dope. No shout out for your trash traffic. But shout out to everything else in the city of Atlanta for being dope. I mean, I wouldn't go that far as a shout out Atlanta. It was cool. Wouldn't shout it out again, though. I like Atlanta. I like Atlanta a lot. I might go to Atlanta. I might be there. I wouldn't move there. I would visit frequently. I would not move there. What if they get a six-lane highway and the traffic was cut down significantly? See, I don't know how moving from a five-lane to a six-lane would significantly increase the flow of traffic. Another lane for you to not deal with people. What if it was a six-lane and it was a... They have two fast lanes. A third fast lane. Still, the addition of one more lane to their highway, I'm not sure how much... It's another lane for you to drive past all the other people who don't know how to drive. See, but the thing is, is like, that's great on paper. Wouldn't work. Why not? Would, would not work. Why not? Even in Kansas City, have you seen... They are adding on lanes to the highway right now. You know, 435, once you hit Metcalf, has been expanded. Well, it's been scientifically proven that once you hit Metcalf, all reasonable sense goes out the front window. Like... And nonsense begins to happen. Why should that change for Atlanta? A bigger city. A more wild city. You're not wrong. Never moving there. Cavs in five. Cavs in five. (laughs) Let's talk about uh, the Raptors real quick. Fam, listen. So many people were so sure the bus were going to go. Listen, they were. So many people said it was a foregone conclusion. Kyle Larry cannot put a basketball in the hoop. uh, Until he did. Until he did. Everyone said, uh, you need a bigger star than Kawhi Leonard. And then Drake put on a sweater saying, Kawhi me a river. I thought that was <laughs> fantastic. The Bucks were in tears, crying about Drake on the sideline, Drake on the sideline. The Bucks, da- like the owner of the Bucks' daughter, sat courtside the first game home with a Pusha T t-shirt, which I thought was the best shot of this. Like, I was here for all the shade. I didn't really care for the basketball. It was boring basketball. Mm-hmm. But... All the nonsense going around surrounding the basketball, top tier. It was great. And then Drake changed his avi on Instagram to be the girl wearing push a t shirt. And like, someone, someone was like, oh, so you replied to her, but not push a t shirt. <laughs> Again, top tier. Just pure nonsense going around. My the favorite moment out of that entire series was. Uh, at the end of game five yes. when they won and Drake was at the interview and yeah. he's like, look around you. Look at all this. We did this. We made this. We? <laughs> we? You mean Kawhi did this? Dog, he rides hard for his city, man. He does. I mean, Drake is uh, the, you know, he's the, he's, now he's not the king of the north. Kawhi is the king of the north. He's Norm, the king's hand. Norm Kelly's the king of the north. Facts. Norm <laughs> Kelly's the king of the north and Drake is the hand of the king. Yeah. That's how this works. It's, and uh, I just saw something, actually, because someone's like the real reason the Raptors won. Uh, so Kawhi and then their coach uh, and put it up against the Like Mike cover. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Not to mention, 
the sheer outrage that is going on right now with it. Everyone is like, listen, we cannot allow Kawhi to win a championship. Otherwise, we got to start wearing new balances. <laughs> and I'm not about to start wearing new yeah, balances. I'm not, new balances is all they come up, but I don't know if we're ready, dog. Complex was like, Kawhi did all of this in a pair of new balance. And new balance was like, what's wrong with new balance? Yeah. And then the comment section was just The, the wild. funniest thing was uh, after that, someone was just like, dog, Kawhi's already the greatest Raptor player in the world <laughs> history. And people were just like, uh, Vince Carter? He's like, never took him to a finals. Facts. No, so, no. Um, regardless of that, they get swept. No. Oh, hands down. Yeah. Like, Bucks may have stood a chance. Like, I was always joking that Warriors would tweak the Bucks, but they may have actually had a chance. They probably would have won one. Well, no. Yeah, no. The, the, the Raptors are getting swept. Like, Kyle Lowry may have made one bucket, but one bucket ain't going to cut it against four and a half All-Stars. Facts. Like, yeah, four and a half. Well, yeah, at this point, it's like really three All-Stars because Boogie not coming back. KD might not be back until someone was saying they might not bring KD down if until they go down in the series, mm-hmm. which I don't see them doing anything but sweeping the series. Kawhi is a great defensive player. You can't guard someone who can shoot from half court. Yeah, he can see. He he has glasses now. He's unhinged. Facts. Unhinged in the fact that he doesn't have to feed the ball to anyone else at all. Clay is running around. Clay lost 10 pounds. Clay is running. Draymond doesn't have to watch out for people below him. Mm-hmm. Running. Jordan Bell, dude from Oregon who ruined KU's chances at another championship. Running. And Boogie is still in uniform, so you know there's, there's always the option that he might pop up in a game. It's 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 gonna be real wild. I'm, so many people riding hard for the Bucks. The Bucks did really well this year. Yeah, shout out to my guy Giannis. You know, he's like, he <laughs> ain't gonna win in Toronto. <laughs> I saw that one and I wanted to laugh so hard, but like Giannis is my cousin because he's Nigerian, so I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't stand for that. I'm, I'm just gonna, it was hilarious. I'm just gonna say this because the Raptors have literally just been chopping down people in the East. First, it was the 76ers. And then they came up against... It was Orlando first. Orlando, then the 76ers, and then the Bucks. And obviously, uh, they showed Joel Embiid crying as he left that, uh, the 76ers series. And then Giannis, who was equally as sad. I remember someone tweeted, it's like, uh, haven't seen Africans this sad since slave traits. Oh my goodness, that's preposterous. It's Judah. It's Judah. <laughs> you hate to see it. You hate to see it, but it's like, no one's made this many grown men cry since... Usher in the confession video. Man, that trade really paid off for them. Facts. I know someone, some people were just like, dog, this ain't it. Like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, somebody was like tweeting, was like, DeMar DeRozan is, is somewhere in San Antonio punching the air right now. Have you seen that video of the little kid like staring at himself for the mirror, crying as he's flexing? Yeah. Yeah, so that. that's That's what DeRozan is gentlemen it's good to be back this is your host i go by the name of west side mookie underscore at most social this media might websites. actually be true to 17 minute intro 23 minute outro facts uh yeah the internet's have changed the profile pic is me west side mookie on all social media platforms and gaming websites except xbox because i don't really be on there so it doesn't make sense for me to change it for mookie 833 but if you see me in these streets in the words of my mentors Jesus and Merle, a person like an earthside mammal Otherwise, my smack you upside the head. Say what you're doing. I'm joined by my gracious, undefeated, 
most savages of all time, he might tell you you're ugly to your face and you think he's nice, but he's really, really telling you you're I'm ugly to your saying, face. I'm just saying, yo, what's up, guys? This is Matt. You can follow me on all social media at Matt underscore Gutu. If you ever approach me in public, don't ever ask me about what I tweet. I just talk. He bees in these streets. And we've been out these streets for a couple weeks, but now we got a lot of news to talk about. First things first, Detective Pikachu dropped, and it's kind of okay. It's a little bit better than okay. I thought it was a lot better than what I was anticipating. Because um, those trailers were not great. Well, things like when they started out, I was just like, I don't know how I feel about this. But the, like the more they showed, the more excited I got for it. And said hype was met whenever I watched the movie. I always thought like them doing Mewtwo um, was going to be the a big spoiler for the movie. But I really enjoyed it. And that wasn't really um, indicative of the plot. Because um, there were a lot of cool things that they were still playing for. Because like the first thirty seconds, you see Mewtwo, so it was like ah, this was always going to be a thing. Um, but no, Ryan Reynolds did really good. Uh, Justice Smith, he was kind of awkward at first, but really grew into it as the movie progressed. So really great movie, absolutely loved it. I love that they didn't have just ten staple Pokemon and duplicate them throughout the film. It was a bunch of different Pokemon from everywhere, and it wasn't just like a bunch of different Pokemon. Like, they took a good variety of Pokemon, and then they had a lot of those Pokemon in the movie. I remember because they go to, what is it, Rhyme City? Mm-hmm. And where they don't battle, like, they coexist, people and Pokemon, um, or battling's illegal, so they do underground battles. And literally, I can't even count how many times there was just, like, a Growlithe or a Squirtle that was just, like, running through the city. Someone had, um, I'm trying to think what it was. Someone had a snubble. The police chief had a snubble. Fam, they brought all, they, listen, they were in their bag. They really were. They even had some from the newer generation. Um, and if you guys went to AMC opening weekend, uh, they also gave you Pokemon cards when you went to go see Detective Pikachu. Um, there were so many Bulbasaur's. I'm kind of upset I didn't see a proper Squirtle squad, but there was a nice little throw nice out little to that. head nod. Yeah, they had him with the firefighting squad. I was like, if you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. There weren't any sunglasses, though. Um, Fam, that should have been perfect. He should have came out, sponged, popped out that shell, did a little bubble or water gun, and then put the glasses out. That That's, that's all they had to do. Well, the thing is, like, the way they were doing it uh, is, like, you're looking at a newscast. And they were with the firefighting squad putting out a fire. All right, so it's not like you saw them yourself. It was like you're seeing him see it on the screen. Oh, okay. There were a whole bunch of APOMs. So they had a really good variety. Um, I'm really glad about how they did it. They, in fact, you know how they had uh, the, that viral art of Pokemon in real life? Mm-hmm. That has gone viral so many times. They actually picked up and paid the guy who did that to help model the Pokemon for the movie. Oh, really? Yes. That's really cool. Like, shout out to them, like, really going in there and getting the creatives, like, a part of it. Yeah. And getting, like, the nerd, like... Sonic should take notes. Speaking of which, <laughs> that movie got delayed. 2020. Because, like uh... The presidential campaign. The slander was savage. But and, a lot, like, I know there was, there was, there was outcry that let the creatives be creative, but also... Don't be creative with trash. Don't ruin our childhood. We've already like we've already had enough. We've suffered enough. Yeah. So I want to give the director credit for being like, hey, this is something that's clearly, clearly means a lot to a lot of people. Let's we're gonna take the feedback. We're gonna go back to the drawing board. We're gonna fix this. Mm-hmm. And now 
regardless if it's a good movie or not, I'm buying a movie to them. I'm buying a ticket. Yeah. Like, they, they have my money. They've earned it. Yes. Yeah. We've, we've complained enough as, as fans of Sonic that we at least deserve to give them that shot. Yeah. And then also shout out to all the creatives that are probably in the process and they're just like, this may not work, but their boss still told them to push forward through it. Yeah. Um, but with all this talk of Pokemon, so it actually pose a very interesting question. One that I'm probably sure we've all thought about. In Pokemon Detective Pikachu, sorry, Detective Pikachu, they really emphasize, like, partnerships. Like, you have a partner Pokemon. They honestly could have gone with Mega Evolution at any point. Which I think they probably should have. If they wanted to do a sequel, they could dive into that. Um, If someone's already working on it. I want my royalties for helping you come up with that idea. Facts. Because we don't get a lot of hazards for free. Right. TM, LLC, trademark. All this knowledge is not for the public use. Um, But if you were to have a partner Pokemon, one Pokemon, your partner through and through, whatever situation, who would you pick and why? Everybody already knows this for me. It's a simple answer. There's a lot of Pokemon out there. The history of Pokemon is long, storied. Simple answer, Charizard. Every single time. You cannot, like, for me, it's just... And we've talked about this. Pikachu has faded a lot of Charizards in his day. Oh, straight So Pikachu is a strong... He's already had technically a disadvantage flying. Yeah. But if we're taking, like, your buddy Pokemon, Charizard is kind of like your dude. You don't want to deal with traffic... Cool, pop him out, he already knows fly. Flying over the city. He didn't for the first 15 years. He knows how to fly. <laughs> he knows how to fly. That's all you gotta do. And then if it's a fight, you fly, you're fighting from the you're fighting from the sky. Not only this, and he knows seismic slam, which we know is hundred percent hit, hundred percent of the time. But how much are you gonna be battling though? Probably not a lot. But if somebody here's the thing, if somebody dares come with the smoke, we got all we ready. Until you run into a Pikachu. Red's Pikachu, namely. If we run into Red's Pikachu, namely, <laughs> fly, flamethrower. All day. And, honestly, a lot of people forget this. Charizard can learn both flamethrower and dragon breath at the same time. Yeah. You would have to sacrifice moves. Like, if we're going by video game rules, he only knows four moves. Which is well, I, a dumb thing to me, but I get stupid, it. Stupid, stupid, stupid. It, it keeps because if, being so OP. If, if Charizard had Tail Whip, he would literally concuss a Pikachu <laughs> in one hit. Tail Whip lowers defenses, though. Yeah, he would give him a concussion. He would give him a concussion. Okay. I'm saying, Tail Whip, and then you follow up with Fly into a Seismic Slam, good night. I know you're trying to say seismic toss, but it's just been bugging me this entire time. Seismic toss, fine. <laughs> seismic slam, seismic toss. And then I would personally go flamethrower, but dragon breath is more useful, so you pick. Right. Um, there's honestly so many partner Pokemon that I have just because it's so cool. Um, and I'm probably going to go with one of the first ones that I ever thought. I was like, I would definitely just rock with that as my partner Pokemon, Espeon. Espeon is fire. Purely for aesthetic reasons. He's actually, Espeon is not actually fire, but Espeon is a great pick. Yes. Honestly, one of, because with the evolutions, Yes. Jolteon always looked the coolest to me. Umbreon is pretty solid. 
Yeah, it was a cool design, but like Jolteon was just like, yo, that's my guy. Then when they introduced Umbreon and Espeon, mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, dog. Umbreon of the two is probably my favorite. Yeah, for good reasons. Like they're both really good evolution. Um, but it would, it would have to be Espeon for me. And also the sidekick. Listen. Doesn't it? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's hard to beat. That's hard to beat. It is what it is. But anyways, guys, uh, tweet us. Let us know what your partner Pokemon would be. Tweet us at E-Man Podcast. But in a host of other news. Speaking of tweets. <laughs> you know what? And it's, it's just actually so perfect because uh, Mr. Twitter Fingers himself, Tom yep. Holland. Yep. Didn't get in trouble this time around. It wasn't him this time. For the first time in a long time. Tom Holland was not the one who leaked some juicy information regarding Far From Home. There was an actor who I'm not sure the name of the actor. And we will not be exposing him on this podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> you just sent us the the confidentiality check later. That's facts. Right. Listen, we're still trying to get bought by Disney. Okay? Right. We got plans. We, we know the ecosystem. Come on, Kevin. You know us. Kevin, by this point, we know you listen. Yeah. Uh, Slide through the crib. But he, uh, the actor tweeted, uh, so grateful to be working on this project, like, uh, with everyone, hashtag far from home, hashtag Dimitri, hashtag, hashtag chameleon. Whoop. And that's where he messed up. And literally minutes later, Gone. He, gets the, he gets the call 30 seconds later. It's like, yo, take that down, fam. And the next thing you know, it's gone without a trace. Only for people to, I'm sure people screenshot it and it's somewhere. But what does that mean for Far From Home? Because this opens up so many questions. And I'm sure one of our day one, actually day zero fans. Year zero. Year zero is screaming into the microphone. I told you so. Yes. yes you I did told Batman. you. Yes, Batman is right. Mysterio's lying to y'all. He is a lying Mr. Life. Mr. Lie, lie, lie face. Lying. So, question is, who could Chameleon be? Is he... F- is, is it Chameleon faking as Mysterio? Is Chameleon faking as Fury? Is he an unknown character we have yet to see? Happy, maybe. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe. But theories, man. The theories. I think it's more likely that he and someone else are posing as Fury and Mariah Hill. Which is very true. To help Mysterio pull off this facade. For sure. The thing is, is like the face-changing tech is there. Black Widow used it. We've seen it. In Winter Soldier. We've seen it. Uh... But then that begs the question: What happened to the real Fury? If it yes. is, if if Camilio, Chameleon is playing faking Fury, Fury's not a guy to like just let that go. No, 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 no. He don't. No. He don't really play around. Nah. So what's going on with the real Fury? And a a he probably already knows. B why is it letting it happen? Yeah. If that is the case. Yes. And then what does that mean in terms of? these elemental villains that they're going up against, Hydro Man, Molten Man, Sandman. Yeah. Um, are they being controlled? Are they in cahoots with Mysterio? Are they a... Let's say this. Manifestation of the Infinity Stones trying to regather themselves. 
as we've known from the comics and now confirmed by the director, the physical form are gone, but the atoms are still there. Mm -hmm. The housing is gone, but the power and the energy is still there. It's just kind of in the wind right now. (laughs) Gosh. Uh... So many questions, guys. Let us know what you think. What are your theories? Comment, tweet at us at Eman Podcast. Equally as interesting and equally questionable, Chris Hemsworth signing on for five more movies. What are you doing, fam? Again, we got a sneak, possible, probable tip about what maybe could be happening in As Guardians of the Galaxy. Except, and the MCU is proven to be very different than anything else. None of the characters in the comic As Guardians of the Galaxy are in the current team of As Guardians of the Galaxy, if that's what they're going to go with. But, but, in conversation with a friend of ours, your friend, I showed up. Mm-hmm. We had a really good conversation and talked about what that could possibly mean for Guardians 3. Mainly, Nova. Yeah. Becoming a possibility. Because... Uh, if they show up and they get manhandled by the aforementioned my character that way forever, Adam Warlock and like Thor struggling, it's a good way to rope in Nova. And then like they could have the whole conversation it's like, hey, dude, chill. I'm a Celestial too. And dude, for those my parents of you, suck. For those of you that are confused as to who and what Nova is, yes, they yeah. have the Nova Core. They showed up in Guardians One and then got. Destroyed in Infinity, By Thanos. in Infinity War 1. It wasn't shown. It was off screen. But he had just come from there. And he had gotten the Power, uh, Stone. The power Stone from them. Yes. So, Nova is... No more. The core is no more. The Nova core is no more. But Nova the hero... Was, would be... So, with the Nova core, the movie, you kind of saw them... They kind of spread out and like their power was... Um, equally distributed to basically hold off Ronin, whatever. Mm. If Nova becomes the one bearer of the power, the Nova Star, all of that energy from the Nova Core would basically go to him, making him a super-powered version of essentially Dr. Fate. Think of it like... like, The the DC equivalent would be Dr. Fate. Yeah, so if you guys have ever seen Jet Li's The One, think of that except for Marvel. There you go. There you go. Weaving in the martial arts. Uh, the thing is, like, be- because, again, and again, I'm glad you did that, because in Ultimate Spider-Man, Nova does t- team up with um, Spider-Man and, um, what's that boy's name? Danny, Dragon Boy, billionaire. Um, not, uh, not uh, Defenders guy. Yeah, yeah, Defenders guy. Oh, uh, Iron Fist? That guy, yeah. So, if there's a way to get Iron Fist in this movie, a good Iron Fist, yes. not the nonsense that Netflix gave us. Although, season two was so much better. Yeah. And I'm a little disheartened. Yeah. Um, I'm, so... I'd be happy with it. Having, like, Nova, like, this idea of Nova that's kind of floating around in Kevin Feige's head, um... Is it possible for them to already have, like, one Nova Corps soldier that happened to escape Thanos' wrath? Or are they going to pull uh, a Green Lantern situation like Hal Jordan? Okay. I feel like 
if more so like Marvel's MO is doing that semi like original origin story unless it's already been tried out through and through. Yeah, but then would they be essentially stepping on their own toes since they already said, oh, well, we have Captain America. I'm sorry, Captain Marvel, and she's the most powerful, blah, 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 blah. They kind of be, they would have to do a lot of backtracking to explain, well, actually, she's not as powerful as Adam Warlock, and Nova is technically stronger because. I thought their exact wording was they're, they're, she's the most powerful character they've introduced. I thought oh. that's what they had said. If that's what they said, then that's very good wording. Because then they've covered, they, they CYA. I, I thought that's what they said. I could also be wrong. And if so, if I am wrong, then yes, there is a lot of explaining. Ricky! <laughs> Ricky! Ricky report comes soon. We'll find out. Yeah. Well, as soon as he listens to the Siltax stuff. <laughs> um, but having, because Nova has always been a really cool superhero to me. Yeah. Um, and I love in the Ultimate Spider-Man show that they did. Rip to that show. Uh, Drake Such a Bell, good show. Donald Glover for like the first season as Miles Morales or whatever. Um, but the iteration they had of Nova there was really funny. Um, in the comics, super dope. So to have that on the big screen would be so tight. I don't know if I want the funnier Nova or if I want a more of a straight face Nova because then it just becomes like a traveling band of silly pirates. With Peter Quill and Fat Thor and Young Groot and Old Man Rocket. Like, eh. I mean, ah, it's you, too, it's, it Gamora, too silly. Gamora does kind of for the balance. Now, they also do have to find Gamora they still. Have, they do have to find Nebula's her. Nebula's a part of them now. True, who, and she is very type A. Facts. Uh, Drax an is serious, but he's still played as like a comedic relief. Drax is, is such a such a conundrum is the only word I can come up with. Because yeah. Drax is just something else. Did you uh I forget what movie it was that he, uh, but Dave Batista mm-hmm. went to go see a movie. Um uh, I think it was a, a Marvel movie, I forget which one it was. And because he was on the late night show talking about it. And <laughs> someone was like, Well, did anyone recognize you? And he's like, No, it's like I was so still that I was invisible. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Bautista is, again, one of those, like, perfect casting. I did not think he was that good of an actor. I see him play some a couple roles, but they were pretty much meathead roles. I remember him from Smallville. He was one of the Phantoms in season six. Exactly. He played a couple meathead roles. He's a good fighter. He can take punches. He's he in does. WWE. Yeah, he's in WWE. So he's... I did not think he would pull off that kind of comedic relief that well. So, shout-outs to Bautista for, like, owning the role and killing it. Because now, um, he is Drax. Like, the action figures look more like Bautista than they look like Drax. Yeah. Um, but with Thor signing on for five movies, you already have... Or Chris Hemsworth, sorry, signing on for five movies more. You have Guardians 3 already... Confirmed. Where does that leave the other four movies? And that doesn't guarantee he's going to be Thor for all of those movies as well. Mm-hmm. He could, and here's one thing. He could still be Thor, but essentially ascend to become the next Odin, which is... 
would get would be tricky. I know it's happened in the comics once or twice where he becomes king of Asgard, and there's one time where he took on the title of Odin, but it already been established that, 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 that Odin was a position and not a person. In the MCU, and for the majority of the comics, and most of he's been son Greek of mythology, Odin. Yeah, he's son of Odin. So for him to uh, become Odin, I don't think they could do, do that, but... I mean, and the part of King has already been transitioned to Valkyrie. To Valkyrie, yeah. So, what is he going to do unless he, unless he does the whole Planet Thor thing, Planet Hulk thing, where you know he just goes and starts his own planet. Yeah, but then we're getting to the idea of alternate realities, which is interesting because they're actually playing with. Um, Vision and Wanda and Wanda's alternate reality playing, which is supposed to be alternate reality powers, which is supposedly coming to Disney Plus, but then also we might be getting X Men. I don't know. A lot of things are interesting, but I all guess I'm, we'll have to see. All I'm saying is, if they just have Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool show up in any movie, no reason, no explanation, I'd be happy. I'm not complaining either. That's how he does it eating a hot dog, and uh, is, what's his name, Luis, the cab driver? Was he in the second one? I did not know. I have no clue. Sorry, not Luis. Luis is uh, Scott's friend. Scott's friend. I was like, oh, there was also that. The uh, reveal, yeah, they didn't have him. He said that there is, a, is somewhere out there where Luis does a breakdown of the MCU. I, I need that immediately. Yes. Put that, it could be a 15-minute video, like, packaged on a DVD. I would buy it. I wouldn't say no. Um, but jumping to the other superhero multiverse, a bunch of Batman stuff came out over the past couple of weeks. Hey, where do you want to start? Batman and Ninja Turtles. Okay. Because that's always a good one. It is. It's always interesting seeing them collide. In the same scene. Because I guess basically... It's saying they're in the same city. They've always been in the same city, but they've just never crossed paths. Mm-hmm. And so for the first time in a long time, they actually run into each other. And neither one of them is sure who the good guy is. And of course, Batman hands all four of the turtles their collective shells. Yes. And Splinter is like, I've been trying to tell you how to train, but y'all don't want to listen to me. So here you go. Someone who's better than you. What would be wild is if they were on, like, this Shredder goose chase and they just happened to see, like, a shadow of Batman thinking it was Shredder. True. That would be dope. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious because they would try to attack him and lose. Handedly. So bad. <laughs> uh, I think one of the funniest things, because I don't think it's quite out yet. It's supposed to come out later this summer or something like that. Um, was towards the end, wherever, like, the Turtles are leaving, obviously they've been dealing with Batman for so long. He's like, you can't leave yet. And everyone's just like, oh, man, Batman's about to hand in the shells one last time. <laughs> and he's just like, it's pizza time. And I was just like, yeah, they had to. They had to. They had to. It was so good. But we're super excited for this. This is like the fourth time. Um, well. Met, like, met, air quotes. Air quotes, yeah, the fourth time. The last comic book run was last year or two years ago. I think it was two years ago. Mm, I think so. Anyway, it was a really good comic book run. Uh, so super excited for... Uh, Cow meets shell. Cowl meets shell. I thought um, I was like, cow? Like, Batman's not a cow. No. It's definitely a bat. Yes. Uh, cowl meets shell. Um, but there's also Batman Hush, uh, a new animated movie, which they've just been knocking it out of the park. Listen, I, I just rewatched 
Justice League Dark, and I've said multiple times now, I need a Constantine Batman run. Somebody needs to do it, because it was so good. But anyway, um, yeah, they've been killing it with the Batman stuff. DC's always been killing it with the comics. They're by a mile and a half, their mo- their animated movies are so much more be- are so much better than anything else on the market. Like it's not even close. Mm-hmm. Um, Judas Contract was amazing, and Hush looks even better. Um, Hush has been orchestrating, and so he's a new ish villain. I think he's actually a villain returned in a different form, similar to how Jason Todd returns as Red Hood, um, and could possibly again in the comics. Spoiler for the comics, he could possibly be somebody else. I'm not going to say who, but Jason Todd could be back again for, like, the fourth time. Anyway, Hush is a villain. He's been orchestrating stuff. And, like, Batman is it's one of those things where, like, it's not the Joker, but Batman may have met his match yet again. How will he escape? And it has him teaming up with his old squeeze, Catwoman. So, should be a good Which movie. they kind of hint at the playing of him proposing to her and marrying her. Psych? Yeah. <laughs> Not happening. She's not about that life. Selena not playing those games. No. Uh, but in other news, we may, I think it's actually confirmed we have our next Batman. We do have our next Batman. And Bruce a lot, Wayne. A lot of people are qualmed, to say the least. Robert Pattinson. Which, if you don't know that name, it's Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> the zombie. The zombie. Vampire. So, Same difference. They're both pale. <laughs> the glowing diamond shiny vampire. That's the nonsense I remember from Twilight. Yeah. Did we? I remember we bootlegged three of the six movies. I remember we had. To, we were in summer school. And we watched one of them. Oh no! You don't remember that? Oh yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, that was trash. I don't even know whose idea it was, but the teacher was just like, "Oh yeah, I'm okay with that." <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Wasn't that math camp that we went yes. to? Yes. Oh, we just said, "I'm look, like we're the only guys that were looking at." It was like, "Dog, really." And he was like, listen, they want to do it. He's like, all right, yeah. like, my hands are tied. You guys are outnumbered. It was a Democratic vote. Um, y'all had the college, they had the popular vote, or you had the popular, whatever, however it works. You like Toro. I am worried. I am also very worried. But someone pointed back. Someone pointed out an old post I made about the town, which was Ben Affleck playing a gangster for the first time in a long time. And I'm like, Ben Affleck, Mr. Teary Eyes, in a gangster bank robber movie? This is not going to go well. The movie was fantastic. It's one of my favorite movies in a long time. Mm -hmm. So I was reminded if Ben has that much versatility, maybe I should rob Mr.'s. Patterson's latest work because apparently he's done some more mature gruesome gritty roles I just ain't got the time mm-hmm. so I, we'll see but yeah. I do want to check out some of the works that see the thing is in like and for that um and he in terms of being Bruce Wayne sure he, he looks the part he can do it he, look, he looks the part he looks the part Bruce Wayne is 6'2 black hair brown eyes and the thing is is like when it comes to being Batman, That's I feel like he could be more of like the detective sleuth versus like the martial arts master that he is. Which is, again, it's it's taken a long time for them to get that balance down, uh, where he is both 
a genius and um well how do we describe it on the podcast for consistency human like peak human plus one he is again like the physical like peak a human can get to plus one mm-hmm. he's physically in shape he's incredibly smart and like and he's got the technology to assist him um he's emotionally destructive and you know can't stay in a healthy relationship but we're not talking about any of that right now nope. um we're talking about the characters of Bruce Wayne and the character of Batman because those are two very different things except in the, in the in animated series where they've kind of like fleshed that out now but like as far as movies go playing Bruce Wayne is one thing which I think he could do very well mm-hmm. how is he going to do with Batman yeah and again um being a detective, the super detective that he is. Because with the recent Batman roles, like, yes, they've kind of played at him being super smart. He's done things, been able to connect dots. He's been able to track down Arthur Curry yeah. as Aquaman, um, able to piece together uh, who Wonder Woman is, mm-hmm. kind of, by breaking into Lex's thing. Um, but they've never outright showcased his ability as that detective slash genius. Yes. Hashtag thank you, Captain Holt. Yes. <laughs> Amazing detective slash genius. Uh, so if Patterson can do that, I think that'd be cool. But at the same time, yeah, you're right. We do need that balance. He's also so good at martial arts. He's handing out the hands for free. He eats Krav Maga for breakfast. Same. You can run away from Batman, but you can't outrun these hands. No, you cannot. Hands taken flight rated E for everyone. <laughs> Twice on Sunday. Twice on Sunday. Giving out like communion. Like communion. Twice <laughs> on Sunday. Feast for everyone. Feast for everyone. No in, famine in this thing. In the words Straight of feast. In the words of Frosted Flakes, they're great. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Patterson. Um, everyone. Everyone kind of gets a chance to play the cow and they play it their own way. Um, this is his chance. This is his. No one has been as iconic as the Bat since Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. So this is his opportunity. He's young. Um, he could play this role for a very long time if he does it right. Because a lot of people forget Batman isn't like Bruce Wayne. Just like Batman doesn't end with Bruce Wayne. We've got Terry McGinnis. We've got all these different characters. We've got Damien getting ready to take the, the role of the cow. And I get more excited every day. But... We also have Old Man Bruce, mm-hmm. who is Terry's mentor. So, actually, I saw something so interesting. Someone had posted, uh, what if they took Michael Keaton mm. and Robert Pattinson, Ooh. made him Terry McGinnis, and then Michael Keaton is Old Man Bruce? I would I would 100% approve of that. Batman Beyond. Dude, and for those of you that know me, Terry McGinnis is by far my favorite iteration of Batman. Obviously, Bruce Wayne is iconic. He's the one we know the most. But Terry McGinnis, Batman, love him so much. If they, if they did show. that in a future dystopic Gotham, I take it, dude. Yeah, like everyone knows right now. Like I'm obsessed with Damien. Like I want. Like I, I'm ready for Damien to like assume the role of the cow, especially just to see what goes on. Like that dynamic is him being Batman and like Nightwing. That is going to be a fight. Mm-hmm. Um. A fight he's kind of already won twice now. <laughs> like, yeah. He's got two dubs. So we'll have to see what really goes down. But um um with Damien being essentially um a 
carbon copy of Bruce in that a lot of childhood trauma, a lot of just figuring out who he is. Hashtag spoiler alert, Terry McGinnis is a clone of Bruce too. Facts. But this is like his blood son and the grandfather of Rachel Ghoul. So he also has son. Grandson. The grandson of Rachel Ghoul. So he has magical he has magic in his veins. So the idea of a Batman that's not so tied to technology, but I mean because Batman's always been whatever as far as magic and mysticism and aliens is kind of like Aliens, schmillions, illegals, whatever. Batman and two. <laughs> really? He's winning. He just needs one. <laughs> yeah. Batman and three. He's winning. He doesn't care. I mean, he's been turned into an actual bat before. Mm-hmm. Like, he's regressed into, like, a superhuman bat with the Amazovirus and the entire Justice League. Literally took Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, Green Lantern... And Martian Manhunter, literally, all three of them, holding him down for them to, like, manage to get a shot off and, like, to concuss him. And that was the only way they could stop him was, like, we got to knock him out. And, like, he was on the Amazovirus. It was going to kill him. It was a great comic. Read it. Watch it. Whatever you got to do. Go find it. Super good. We have, there's plenty of ways for them to play this, so I'm just, I'm anxious to see what they could do. Yeah. Uh, and until we get further details, it's, we're just going to hold on to the fact that maybe this might be the Batman we've been wanting yeah. or needing. So, do you think he's playing Bruce Wayne? Has it been? He, they say he's playing Batman. Do you think he's playing Bruce Wayne? I want to say he is playing Bruce Wayne solely because of where everything has left off. And what cards are still on the table. Because they're doing this quasi-shared universe. They're no longer trying to attempt to do Justice League. But we still have Flash on the table. We still have Wonder Woman on the table. Who have not been recast. Yes. So, in an attempt... Unless they're going to do like a reset. Which I hope not. Because Henry uh, Cavill as Superman is good. Iconic. He fits that. Um, Zachary Levy, although that bodysuit annoys the mess out of me, it's as so bad as Captain Marvel, is a good fit. Um, Ezra Miller as Flash works. So for them to introduce him, I think where they're at, he's gonna be Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it makes it only makes sense. It only makes sense. Let us know what you think, guys. Tweet us at Amy and Podcast. But something even more interesting, a debate that I saw. Someone actually put it on one of their uh, stories on Instagram talking about, because you mentioned Christian Bale, one of the best superhero movies to ever happen, The Dark Knight. Also got one of the best villains to ever happen in Heath Ledger's Joker. Iconic, no question about it. Legendary. Let's let's not even legendary. Legendary. Now, for their for that respective role, for who they have, 
who is more iconic, Christian Bale as Batman Bruce Wayne or Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark Iron Man? Well, I would love to say Christian Bale as Batman. I think the easy answer is Robert Downey Jr. I mean, he played the role for 10 plus years. 11. 11 years. He's been inducted into the Disney Hall of Fame as a Disney hero. Not as Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. has been inducted into the Disney Hall of Fame. Um, If you look at the the animated movies in the last few years, they all look like Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and before, like, before it was like, oh, they got Robert Downey Jr. to look like what they thought Iron Man would look like. No, now Iron Man looks looks like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Like, period. I'm pretty sure he has quite a few Iron Man suits in his house. Mm-hmm. Like he's just—he's so attached to that role. Doesn't he have the Avengers A? I think he does. I think he actually does. Either him or Mark Ruffalo, one of those two. They both should. <laughs> all like the the big three should: Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr., and America's Ass. They should. <laughs> I mean, Mark Ruffalo is not part of the big three, but I get the sentiment. I would call—I would put them as the big three, but um, because honestly. I like Chris Hemsworth. Well, he's been, he's been rocking that from the beginning. Like, yeah, like Ruffalo. Ruffalo had to. Be, he was shuffled in after <laughs> issues with Universe. After <laughs> issues, <laughs> issues. <laughs> Got issues. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, they uh they all shit. Um. So my personal favorite is always Batman. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think general consensus, general public, if you say who's Iron Man. Who's more iconic is Iron Man. I mean, like, I still think they're both competing to be as iconic and staple as, um, Wolverine. Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman is with Wolverine. Like, Hugh Jackman, like, it's just... But I think Robert Downey's catching up, if not at that level. Mm -hmm. So. And the thing is, like, and Wolverine was that for how many years? A lot. 15? A almost lot. 20? Um, so, I I would actually agree with you with Robert Downey Jr. Now, there haven't... There's been, I mean, quite a few Batmans, not a lot of Batmans. Um, and there's only been one Iron Man, which is crazy to think about. Because I don't know if they did, like, an old one in the 80s or the 90s or anything like that. They haven't really attempted to, till the 21st century, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Christian Bale is really the only Batman to have a trilogy of movies despite how they ended um and having single handed not single handedly but aside of single handedly one of the top three superhero movies of all time all time um yeah it's that's hard to beat that's hard to beat it is but we were, it, it's been a good era. It's been a good decade of movies. Two decades, really. Um, and it doesn't really get better than that for nerds. No, honestly, we, uh, we've kind of been spoiled, rotten, and we just kind of we've had, our, kind of had our pick. And so, shout out to the nerds ruling the world. Like, it's, it's here. Like, it's so funny. I think about it so often. Like, nerd culture just is culture now. Like, it's just there. Um, 
every time like a game happened, something happened in the games, the characters would get redrawn as like anime characters. And I'm just like, let's go. Like, I remember watching one of the commercials, and they literally turned the Steph Curry into Goku. This was like AT&T commercial. I'm just like, five, 15 years ago, the amount of slander I endured because I was a fan of Goku was astronomical. Now, if you're not a fan of Goku, you were the weirdo. Mm-hmm. So, shout out, to, shout out to Nerds Everywhere for being resilient. Um, super excited that we have, um, looks like the next generation of heroes coming up. Um, excited to see where this goes. Really hoping that DC just gets some better luck. Like, the movies are not great, but the quality... The live-action ones are the li- the not The live-action movies are not great, but the content's there, the quality is there, the writers are there. Um, they just got to figure it out. Somebody give them a budget. WB, cut them a check. Or but, cut us a check. We'll, we can we're up, here, too. We can, we can upgrade direct. Creative Direct, Fresh Bagels, same thing. Cut me a check. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you so very much for listening to another episode of Emo About Nothing. I go by the name of at Westside Mookie on all social media websites, so you can at me. Co-host Mateo goes by. At Matt underscore U2, Young Gun Shogun, Mateo. And you, and you can find this podcast on Spotify Podcasts, iTunes Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. Anchor, and pretty much everywhere else that you find podcasts. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Rate, review, leave us a note. What do you think? Or, if you'd make a better better Batman Bruce Wayne than Robert Pattinson, let us know. Facts. We will audition you. Not that that guarantees you get the role, but... I'm just saying. We'll we'll hold up a tryout. Facts. (laughs) Submit a video clip that no one will look at. We'll send it to Janice the Rapper. He'll do something with it. If he sees it. <laughs> yes. We'll do it as part of the grocery challenge. Facts. Shout out to Chance for that, by the way. But before this turns into the 32-minute outro, we'll see you later. You know what it is. What's that with banana stand? Yeah. Spirit guns on deck. Tries if you want to. Always ready.